Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Wait, is this Adam or Nick? I can't tell your guys' uh, voice. You guys, your voice is so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Adam, and this uh, is uh, back then. and this is Nicholas. Welcome to Orlando. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thanks for uh, listening tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, whatever. Whenever you're listening to this, yeah, whenever you consume your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> So you think the two of us sound alike, William? The, the almost. I, I I can't tell the difference. No, that's fine. I, I yeah. think I think Nicholas has a very nice voice. So no. that, that makes me feel better about my own voice. Yeah. No, you, both of your voice is so calm and just subtle. <laughs> it's, it's relaxing, man. <laughs> you ever listen to Car Talk on NPR? You know those guys on the weekend? Yeah. I'm not big into yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, I guess they're brothers, I think. The, but they sound uh, like uh, identical to me. I don't know which is which. <laughs> Maybe you got to start using your Canadian accent. I'll try to bring it back. I, I, I've been watching some like Canadian stuff lately. And mm. when, I, when I listen to a lot of Canadian stuff, I, I start sounding Canadian again, but it's really mostly gone. But none of this... That <laughs> <laughs> counts, that counts. Does that count? <laughs> so none of this is related to... What the show is about tonight, our show t- tonight is about our very special guest, champion from the Las Vegas Open, Mr. William Sohaili. Hey, yay, thanks for having me back, as always. <laughs> <laughs> man, how do you feel? Oh man, it's it's, it's surreal. <laughs> every every game on the quarterfinal, it, it felt like I was about to lose. It, it was just like round after round, and just like matches after matches, and um, I guess everything seems to go my way, so it was... It felt like yesterday. <laughs> Maybe it is yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking to you late Tuesday night. So late Tuesday. Did... Well, never mind. So it's been two days. <laughs> it, it, uh, no, it, it's been an amazing journey because, um, like I told you guys, last year I came there. I missed the flight. <laughs> so I, I, I totally bombed it last year. And then uh, two years ago, I came there, and then I got, I got smashed by the guy who won first place, Andrew Stanford, still there, such a good guy, got smashed by Tony Moore, and uh, yeah, excited to get the, finally get the trophy in LVO, so. That's great, what was the trophy? Uh, <laughs> it's actually the same trophy I have in Nova, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the same uh, Warhammer, like the hand holding the Warhammer hammer? Yeah, it, it's the uh, the Golden Hammer trophy, so uh, I, I yeah. think they don't, they, don't, they don't really have like the actual trophy, like the 40k. But um, yeah, the, the Warhammer provided them with the trophy. So. Oh, okay, yeah, because I saw your post on Facebook with the two next yeah. to each other, and I thought like, oh, did those were those uh, was that Nova and LVO? Yeah, those are Nova and LVO. I wish I had the other one, like the silver one, because that's the best general in Nova two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> so man, you're just like cleaning up all these American uh, uh, all these American championships. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, it, it's uh, just a lot of good matchups. That's what I would say. The uh, the I, final game you played, uh, what was that gentleman's name? Uh, Jeremy. While I was listening to the Frontline Game coverage, which was really good, uh, mm-hmm. he said that he was the highest-ranked player in the world, and yeah, you man. beat so him. On ITC points, he was number one. Which is well, it it, it, it felt surreal. He he's he's the best player in the world. <laughs> I think I think what what happened was uh, the UK doesn't have ITC points, so, so this is basically US. So so like with with the point system, no, he literally was like the best player because because Bill Souza won last year, and I think Andrew might won the last year. Basically, every time you won a major, you usually get the uh, the uh, the highest ITC points because I think they graded LVO or Nova like one of the highest points. So. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I, I guess technically, if, if I was playing the ITC points, I, I I could have been the highest point, but yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't do enough events. That's sadly that's what it is. <laughs> mm. Well, there, it's it's tough. It's tough coming from Florida. You know, we're all the way yeah. down here in the corner, and you know, it it seems like you got to be on that Route sixty six part of the world. You know, from Chicago I to agree. California. 
Yeah, they have a lot of like 40, 50 man tournaments, I guess, happening every two, three months. So that kind of helped. Like, that's where you can rack up the points. I think, I think you know, like, there's obviously only two majors in the US, right? LVO and Nova. Adepticon's mm-hmm. not even um, ITC points. So technically, you can only get the highest points, which is like obnoxious, like, I think 200 or 300 if you win the tournament. Technically, I think if you win your tournaments, you know, like the mini tournaments, the 40-man tournaments, yeah. and you won one um, LVO, I, I think that's it. You, you're just all the way up there. And then um, as long as you have those mini small tournaments, then you're fine. But um, it's, it's kind of hard on us because we don't have that many yeah. itc scale point tournaments, yeah. But I know that they've been pushing for that, and I think wasn't Crucible ITC points this year? Yeah, it, it, it was there, but I think the token went wrong, so my Crucible points was never on it. I, I think I might oh. have a chance if, if the Crucible point was on it. But then no, I don't think so, because my score was, I think I was 100 points off or something like that, because I'm, I'm basically only having three or four tournaments, whereas, you know, like, typically you have five out of five, so they pick up the five highest tournament scores mm. you have, so... Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't like literally like my point scores is the only tournaments I played, so it, it, I didn't have a lot of chances redoing or just trying to beat up my scores. So, but you know, the, the goal was to win LVO. I got it, so that's really happy. <laughs> you did it! Yeah, that is great. <laughs> yeah, finally did it. Yeah, so, so uh, would you mind talking us through your whole weekend? Because I'm I'm fascinated in all of it. How was your trip yeah. there? What was the hotel like? Like, give us <laughs> give us tell us tell us your tale. Yeah. Do you want the real story or do you want like the uh, the beef theft story? <laughs> 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 what what do you want your legend to be? All right, all right. Well, I'll just tell you the real story. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever <laughs> so you I, want to talk about, that's cool. I was I was being cheap, and and then and, uh, I was going with Josh. Joshua Bradford was well. Well, kudos to Josh. He was the big supporter of this event, and he was helping me out and all that. But um, yeah, originally I was about to stay in Bailey's, which is the actual hotel, but um. I found a cheap hotel, which he called it a hooker hotel. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably all the hookers out, but <laughs> it was like a one-star hotel. It's about a mile away, but it but it cost me about like 150 bucks for like the whole weekend. But I regret it. <laughs> it, oh. it was literally really, really, really far. It was like so a, the room was really nice. But that but, that know, sucks it, carrying that, your that army kind of with you. It sucks carrying your army with yeah, you. Yeah, literally. Well, luckily, Josh let me bring my army to his room so literally i just have to go to his room in the morning pick it up and then and then just head out to the tournament but uh the whole event was really nice um we found a really good buffet in the morning and uh, we stuffed up a lot of food we didn't end up eating lunch the whole day <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we, we literally eat buffet like every morning so we didn't have to go lunch break and all that <laughs> nice I mean, it, it, it's so yeah, yeah. easy to just burn, like, just to miss your lunch during these events. Yeah, and you don't want to, like, get stuck somewhere, right? you know, and miss yeah. and be late. That's that's a big problem because it's, it's, you know, I mean, I guess there's the canteen food or, or like, the hotel food, but those are, yeah, you know, like, it's this typical chicken salad or something like that. So we're usually it, it's kind of hard to get lunch unless you want to eat the same thing every day. So, so it, was, it was a good call. Uh, we eat buffet every day and gives us the strength. Nice. <laughs> it's not much food, but um, yeah, yeah. But I, I can talk about my games like look if you want to hear. Yeah. Um, I uh, a lot of I would say a lot of my matchups was in really as I expected. I think I think the biggest difference in this tournament was on, and and anyone probably could say the same is that um the way they pair up their opponents. So 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 on this LVO specifically, I guess. The way they pair it up is by win and losses. So you don't you don't even get paired by your points. So like say you're you're, you're person number one on round seven, right? So you have like a lot of points. You could be paired to the lowest like all win person in, in number in, in the bracket. You see what I mean? How do they determine the points that you're talking about? So like you just there's a lot of points when you're going to the events. If you read the tournament packets, I think maximum score for just winning the, the event or, or like the game is 17 points. I think then you have two points if you score secondary, two points if you score hidden, and then two points if you score in like your, your army mission. So there's like three soft scores to add on, and then you get like one score each if you deny your opponent's mission. So literally, you know, you're just by winning this thing, you only get 17 points. But if you do like those other mini stuff, you get eight more points. So maximum points is 25. So there's so many points in between. So technically, if you win all your games, but you don't get all the soft scores, you might even be paired up with someone else who's, you know, um, 
like say like your three wins you can be paired up with someone who only have two wins because of just the soft scores because hmm. yeah so 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 that's why the, the way they did it was was a little oh well, I thought I think it balanced out a little bit but it but it's kind of I guess I don't think it's not fair but it favored your I guess your it, it favored some of the list that just you know can't deal with non-meta stuff which 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 favored me really well because I guess I end up I eventually got paired up with a lot of um, team that was not in the higher tier. I think I, I wouldn't say they're not good, but they're really good. But I think they were their scores aren't as high as mine. So I didn't I didn't play any, you know, OBR or any of the other people in the top matches. Well, as you know, all the other top eight players, they were fighting each other from like day one. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's tournaments, tournament. Maybe it's my luck. I uh, I dodge all the cities. Yeah. I dodge all the Ozrak bone rippers. <laughs> I, I didn't play any any at all. <laughs> What were you worried about? Those two? Uh, well, number one is, is cities, absolutely. <laughs> huh. Well, you know, we, me, me and Nick play every time, and then he <laughs> defeated me round one, and uh, that nightmare is still, <laughs> still there. Still waking up and, thinking and, and, about no, that. Uh, James Bryan, he, he's you know like one of, one of the top guys up there. He's playing cities, yeah. and, and sure enough, he was playing 50 Iron Drakes and 30 Longbeards. So <laughs> yeah. I was like... Oh no! I guess this is it for me. <laughs> yeah, I think you texted me and you were like, "Uh oh, this yeah, guy's playing oh, cities. He's playing Iron Drakes. Biggest nightmare is coming." And 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 literally, he was playing the same list that we were testing in. And then you beat Miran Mom before I even play the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just payback. I mean, it was it was it was payback for uh, for for another game. Uh, uh, thanks, thanks. Sure, sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, I think. Um, the first match, I get to play a Nurgle guy, and uh, you know, first match is always, um, you know, kind of random. It's, you just play whatever, whoever, everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel kind of bad. I mean, he he was just a casual player. It was one of his first tournament, so it it, it obviously went really well for me for this first match. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know it, it, it's more of a fun game, and uh, we, we have fun. Okay, um, good. And, he uh, wasn't like his weekend wasn't ruined by running into you in his first match. <laughs> Well, he did, he did. He did say something. I mean, we had fun, but he he did say something at the end. He was like, "Man, I I, I got so torn." He said, "I mean, it was one of my first events. I got lost so badly against you." But then he was like, "But you win the world event, so I don't mind. I'm okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, you made him feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember made it feel better. I mean, I bought him some drinks, and then we had fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Because I bummed out the first day. I remember my first match. <laughs> it's been. It's been eight rounds ago, but uh, all right. So, so the second day, um, some, something funny came in. I uh, I play against an Ironet player, and then um, I was I was I was pretty terrified, I guess, because um, I think um, the typical skirmish Ironet could beat Slanesh uh, fairly well, because um you know they they move really fast. That's what Slanesh is really good about. They they move so fast, and then um, you know they they just skirmish each unit there alone. But um, it was it was basically. I think the guy was playing 16 eels, and then um, this was the first time playing against sharks. I didn't know sharks was that good, <laughs> hmm. but um, I think I think what what got me really lucky on that game was that um, he didn't realize how much uh, board cover I can did, and mm. so I think I let him go first, and uh, he didn't do anything for a turn because you know I think we're playing one of the objectives where I think it was Star Strike or, or Gift from the Heaven. So it, it's one of the objectives where you know you, you just kind of not do anything in the first turn. Yeah, and, and so I, I think both of us just didn't do anything first turn. But what I did was I teleported my marauders, and uh, I basically block off the entire board edge, except for his deployment. So he was stuck there in the corner, not being able to summon his nine eels and his two sharks. So so that was massive because that's basically three quarters of his army, like up there. And then and then and then I basically meanwhile I, I charged him three keepers and killed all all the stuff basically on the board. And and so basically at, at the round at the end of round three, I basically covered every table or page uh, table. What is it? Ba every boardage. So he can't even summon the nine eels he have in reserve and the shards. Oh, so wow. so that was you know like that was one of the first time I actually you know like block up all the zones. So that was that was cool. I never did anything like that. I felt bad. I mean, <laughs> it was probably but, super frustrated. Yeah, but it that's was, part of the game, you know. And this is not like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. friendly time. It's tournament time, you know. <laughs> I mean, you're still friendly yeah, yeah, as a but, person, um, but. Not in gameplay. 
<laughs> no, I agree. The guy was really cool. I would say that's the best add-in I ever saw. He was using those acrylic bases where, you know, like it's like oh, water yeah. in the base. So mm. there's some cool-looking stuff. But, yep, yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I think the the fifth game was the one you probably guys watched. It was the one on the stream against a Seraphon player. Yeah. And then um, that was that was fun as well, too. Oh, you, did you guys watch that one? I uh, I watched the fourth game i wasn't able to watch the fifth game i had uh, uh, I got, I got yeah, it's yeah. terrible terrible to make this decision uh but i, I ended up playing D that night but it, in my defense what? my character got married so it was kind of a big deal <laughs> i couldn't skip my wedding fine that, that counts <laughs> people are watching in ccg you're not watching <laughs> i know it's terrible i feel awful but it it, it was all staved it's all up on youtube now isn't it that, yeah, that's, that's okay. my excuse. I felt the laugh, so all good, all good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you... But, 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 um... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 you go ahead, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah that that matchup was um, one of the other scary ones, too, because um, I, I played against uh, my friend here in the locals. I think Trevor was one of the ones who's been playing. Um, it was a Thunderquake Star Horse uh, Battalion, and then um, that list, I think, kind of kills Sunesh. So I was pretty scary too because he was you know four and zero obviously with seraph one in my mind this guy is a bomb you know like he probably destroys everyone with seraph one you know like, you gotta be really really good to just win all the games with seraph one and 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 then and sure enough like first turn he killed a keeper and i think i don't know if he killed celeste but he basically two wounded like one of my keeper and one of my big heroes because i don't know if anyone knows uh the thunderquake star host does the pastillion does three damage which attack and then his Bastildon rerolling hits and rerolling wounds. And he's also rerolling saves. So, like, literally, I, I can't kill that shooting guy because, you know, he, he's always going to be teleporting everywhere. And whenever I go to him, he's probably going to kill me. It's, it's basically one keeper turn. But then um, I think what got me really through that game was that um, I think the guy never played against Slanesh. So um, he uh-huh. didn't realize how far of a threat range Slanesh can do and then um, how good the Marauders is. And so I, I think I, I got it pretty good in that one because I, I managed to kill a slam turn too. So I think I think by that point I got the game was kind of over by then. And then yeah, that, that's like I said, it, it was a lot of like good matchup for me. A lot of the opponents didn't understand how this mesh work, and then that's how I basically made it to top eight. <laughs> I, I'm kind of surprised because we've known for a while now that Slanesh is the big the big bad. I know the OBR is super tough. But man, Slanesh can do so much. I, I I think that any self-respecting LVO, anybody going to LVO and expecting to win, has to know have at least an idea of how to deal with Slanesh, right? I think I think that's because of you know like that the whole. Remember you see this um, Alias shorts like um, Lee's breakdown, yeah, like where they mm-hmm. have like nineteen OBR. I think there's only six Slanesh. And uh, I, don't, I don't know people are expecting, you know, Sinesh to do good. Because I think I was the only one there, too. I think the next guy was not in the top table, I think. So we were – the the, the Sinesh kind of group was – I think people are mis, misjudging how Sinesh is still in the top table. So so that's how I got it pretty lucky with the whole event. No one's prepared enough. Everyone's prepared for OBR, and everyone's prepared maybe for Iron Jaws and all kind of stuff. But – no, I'm not the Slanesh. I guess people think the rain's over, but um, you know, it, it's Slanesh <laughs> will be man. No, <laughs> no. I don't know <laughs> why. Yeah, how could you think the rain's over? It's, I mean, right. at least until GHB 2020, I think they're gonna stay strong. I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think the reason why is also, you know, Slanesh got pretty nerfed down with cities. Like, it, it's just hmm. when you play cities, you're just kind of, it, it's kind of like game over. It, it, it's hard. It, it, it's I think Slanesh is probably one of the worst army to play. That was kind of shooting army. So it, it, it's maybe that's why I'm not sure. And then, uh, but um, yeah, and it, literally, it, it, it's against any other army. Slanesh is really, really good. You know, like it, it, it's and, and melee and just survivability and just just trading hits by hits. Slanesh is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it, it, so good. And and um, that, that that really shows. You know, like on, on my games against uh, Susa. Uh, I played. I think I played Bill Souza on round. Oh, he's my round four opponent. Mm-hmm. So when I played against him, he he basically was tying me down, and then I was really down on points. So he played really well. He got a double turn, and he basically almost wiped me out. And um, you know because it's Slanesh, and he was playing the Dead Watch list, which have a lot of flares on it. 
I have like crazy amount of depravity. I, I think that's probably the most amount of summoning mm. ever made in a game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I legit, literally <laughs> I was, ever. I had oh, one left. yeah, like ever. It was. I have one keeper left. Summon two keeper, two chair, then fifty demonets. So it's <laughs> <laughs> that must wow. have been the, that must have been painful yeah. for him to just. That, that was bull. That was bull. That, that's why I think he did a number after. It's like, oh, well done. You just beat me with 4,800 points. <laughs> yeah, because you, uh, you you said it was like 1,900 points. It was like 1,900 some, points that you... Uh, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. It was about 2,000 points I summoned. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> and that's the thing is it's yeah. like he was probably so close with only having one keeper left. He's so close yeah. to just finishing you off, and it's like, nope. Oh. And that's God. the thing with Slanesh. You go up against Slanesh, you're just like, I got to get... I gotta get all, I gotta get everything, or the last guy, mm-hmm. or I'm just gonna watch myself crumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it's hard because you know the keeper's not like any other wimpy heroes, right? I mean, he's a keeper of secrets, so I yeah. mean, you, you you have to devote your entire thing. And when there's like three of them, I mean, that's it, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? So it's it's like it, it's almost impossible if you're playing just a like a like a melee kind of yeah. like fighting that that's why like to be honest for me against obr it, it's it's not super hard because i mean i i could trade off you know a keeper for a chariot and then another chariot for another chariot like just a smaller chariot and and that's fine you know like all you gotta do is just just keep trading off stuff they can't come back as much as i do right so yeah. that, that's when you know the, the sunesh was you know like op in that sense because it's just you have unlimited amount of resources just can come back if, if no one can able to just like shoot you off like all in one go yeah so so what do you pack yeah. with you like when you go to this event what extra <laughs> when, like are you like you know you, you've got twice as much stuff as everybody else because you could bring well, on that, twice as much stuff as everybody else right <laughs> i do and, and that's what everyone was uh, bashing me about <laughs> <laughs> i think i think i brought 80 demonets uh, that's probably too many but um i i thought it was too many i, I was gonna bring 20 but thank god i didn't bring it i i brought um i think at one point like i said i summoned 50 yeah so i think most i can summon is 50 for demonets so i think i'm always gonna bring 50 um 80 is probably too much i always brought um not the hell shredders i think it's the hell seekers something like that the one that could um move and fly so i can reposition myself yeah but um the most important one is probably the triple chariots like legit every game i summon at least one two three chariot it was, it was just they're so good <laughs> yeah and we we even like uh uh talked uh, a little bit about um like people were were preparing to play against you too weren't they like, like yeah, they knew yeah, you were well, going to be there, and they knew you were going to bring Hedonites to Slanesh, so they they were preparing to fight against you, right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I was surprised in that sense. I mean, I guess um, some of them already knew my list. Well, um, I'm honored, but um, I, I I thought I would come and just be like, ha ha, I brought sale, and then you guys didn't know anything about my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you didn't bring Either the same list. As, you had the list from Nova. Yeah, you, you didn't bring that same list. Yeah, it was different. Well, you know, like the list was posted online and everyone was able to check it out and all that. So that's, it, you know, that, that's kind of feel honored in some way, but scary in the other way because <laughs> I, I thought I, I brought a surprise for everyone. But, you know, like it, it's literally some of them already know how many drops I have. So it was it was the fact that, you know, they reached that much kind of everyone prepared. <laughs> well, I, I, I do too, not, to be honest, right? I mean, it, it's winning the battle is more of just knowing what your opponent does, right? Like we said last time in Nova. And and, yeah. um, and, 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 it, and it sure does. I, I think um, six of the list that I thought was going to do well was, was there in top eight. So I, it, it, it's, um, I, I kind of prepared my list geared towards, you know, what are those people would do and just what kind of things I could counter them and all that. So I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, how you have if you're going to go to a tournament like that, you have to know what everybody else is playing. You have to be prepared and practice. And you, I mean, you play often. How often do you play a week? Do you think? Holy crap! Before before the tournament, I I scrimmed so much games. I think <laughs> on that Saturday, I was playing like three, four games a day, and Sunday I played one game. Wow. I would say I play like six seven games on a week so that was that was crazy <laughs> yeah i remember in the chat you were like all right guys i need to play every day gotta get ready every for day. lvo yep 
But hey, as much as I can do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. <laughs> and it totally paid off. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I mean, literally every game that I played really helped me out too. I mean, I, I you know, obviously I play against Unique. I mean, we play against the cities. What can happen? Mm-hmm. I play against not all BR, which which I practice a lot. I was I was ready against all BR, but I didn't play it against. Um, I, I play against Idenet, and uh, in which I play against an Idenet. I mean, you know, like I. If I didn't play Kevin, you know the fish Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah. I wouldn't remember. Yeah, I, I would remember how fast they are, and you know the amount of damage they could do. Like, because when I was playing against him, he wasn't even bringing that much amount of heals, and he was destroying a lot of my guys in just one charge. And 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 had I not played test against him, I would have just been all right. Never mind. No heals. I'll just kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all, all, all those screams really helped me out, and thank you everyone really just helped me out to practice in this event. Yeah, we were just talking too yeah. about how great our community is of gamers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And mm-hmm. and you you doing so well, it lifts us all up. You know, like you you oh, you Thank challenge you. us. You know, to all be better players, and I think that's just that's a, it's a feedback. You know, yeah. it it's like a constant feedback. We we help each other get better, and that makes me really excited about our meta. Like like Nicholas was just saying, we must have a pretty mm-hmm. good meta. You know, what do you 100%. think? I mean, I would say, like, a lot of the games that I play in my locals was as hard as I play in LVO Nova. It's just legit. Everyone's really good. They know what they're doing. They know really well about their army. And I, I think, I mean, you know, all of you guys have a fair shot. I mean, fair chance, just like I do. And um, it, that's, we have a really competitive meta in our, you know, community. And, and I love it. You know, that's how you get better, right? You, you practice with good people. They, they help you out. And then you get to know the meta. Yeah. I, I want to throw it out there. I think we probably have the best players in the world. Yay! In, in Orlando. Okay. In Orlando. Just here specifically in Orlando. And I'm just throwing that out as like a, a blanket challenge to the rest of the planet. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You want to get a taste of it? There's, you got to come to Orlando. As so long as you're the only player that leaves Orlando to play in these other tournaments, no one can really measure that statement yeah. except by you. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> so thank oh, so know. thank so thank you for letting us win every once in a while and then <laughs> and then, then that way you know but the the cities of sigmar i mean the way nicholas like he's got the numbers down so like it's not like i i know for a fact it's not like you letting him win it just it really it's it's easy to remember it's twos and twos and re-rolling ones you know and that's yeah. it <laughs> That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> so just trust me. Trust me. That's all it is. You don't have to look into it. No. It, it, it is. It is. It, it, it's like <laughs> that made me thinking. <laughs> I was I was really torn out. It's like, man, can, can my list really stand down against cities? Because because you know, like if I play against one, I don't I, I don't think I have any chance. <laughs> we we scream a lot of matches, and you know, that's I'm sure a lot of players play a lot of cities too. So that's. That, that, that's everyone plays really good cities least so that's what that's thank god i didn't play any of them <laughs> yeah i think it's a good balance yeah. army it's it's mm-hmm. definitely a good army to kind of keep other uh like other meta or you know net deck armies like in check mm-hmm. you know i can't think of anything better to eat a chicken wing in than a good quality t-shirt good quality t-shirt over my body I don't even need a fucking napkin I got sleeves bitches and you know where I go to get my t-shirts I go to teespring.com those are the t-shirts that'll take care of your chicken wing addiction even if you do keep it one in your wallet you know just for prosperity go to teespring.com forward slash warlando dash (laughs) two I'm so excited about this game and, and particularly yeah, yeah. right now that, like, I, I think that GW has just been consistently nailing it over the last, like, year and a half as far as putting out a great product and great models uh, to be excited about. At the same time, making the armies, all of them, competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you can go to any book and find something in there that can compete well with anything from any other book. You know, like, the, I think that... I think that really says something about this game, you know. And you guys, and the army I agree, I agree. I mean, it, that has the oldest book, Seraphon, 
Yeah, you like know you they're saying. they're good. They're there four and zero or five and zero or whichever game you played them. You know what I mean? And they're 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 keeping. It was up. on the final round, so he's he's up there, man. He's, yeah. He said he was he was crushing OBR. He was crushing some of those center plays and all that. I mean, it just it says how the good and and balanced the game is. I mean, literally, if you look at the top eight, there's like all different factions. There's order. There's destruction. And there's chaos. Right. And there's dead as well too. Yeah. And. I think I think everyone just you know if you're good I think you're just you're gonna be up there and then, yeah. and then I think that's you know the game is really balanced and I love it you know it's a lot of varieties and just everyone you know you, you can win so that's good there's a lot of those groups out there that are putting out like statistics and showing you the numbers and showing you how many of each army is being played and like uh, mm-hmm. which which armies are the top right now and which it's so valuable you have to have that but at the same time a dark horse can just sneak right in. It, it's yeah, really, yeah. I think that makes it, it, it really is just a great system. I agree, I agree. I mean, when you look at Dosuza, right? I mean, he he was literally the man who put Flesh of the Courts way up top, right? I mean, literally, the the, the percentage was kind of ballsy, right? I mean, before even the whole book we came in. But he came and he won. So so literally, it, it's, and even Andrew, Andrew Stanford, when he, when he was playing for Stormcast, you know, that meta was Nagash meta. No, no one would expect a flesh eater chords and a stormcast final, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it, it's it's crazy. Same thing as this one, right? No one would expect to have you know Zinch fire slayers. I think what is it? Zinch fire slayers and daughters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the quarter, right? I mean, it, it, it's daughters are like a two-year-old book. So I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's and awesome. he he I, had I like what I thought. He had like a you know I love daughters. He had a like a kind of unconventional daughters list. He had three scourge runner chariots yeah, yeah. in there. He brought six scorch runner. It was, was it awesome. six? I, I six. He brought two units of three. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was even better to see it on play. It was. It was awesome. I love it. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking outside the box and doing something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, People and, can and, sneak um, up on you. You know what's cool was his, his his theory behind it was um I think he was expecting to play against a lot of OBR, and so the reason why he brought six was that he said he wanted to you know one shot the harvester. And I guess slowly we'll go down. Mm. I know it's a small percentage, she said, but now instead of having no chance of you know killing a marcher card, if you kill that harvester, then you have a lot of chance, you know, because because the snakes could just destroy any you know ten twenty man unit off the marcher card. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's a pretty good time. And then they're also really really big, so you can literally just block off like an entire zone just with the with the points. With yeah, the just with three so. of them. Yeah. Have you so seen cool. how big they are? They're massive. It, it's like it's like a chariot base. So it, it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's a big chariot. Yeah, and they're what like sixty points or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah, was a really smart like play. For three, it was bananas. yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you, you get the discount for taking three. So yeah, it was, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, awesome. that's great. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, really, really good. I, I love it. I, I love the addition, and then you know, like everyone have kind of their own. You know, we call it a secret tech. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and I love it. You know, it's even me, right? I mean, I'm, I think I'm the only Slanesh with the different variation. Um, when, when I was playing, literally everyone was asking me, what the hell is Sail? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Uh, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, no one really see it. it. It was something that was just, I mean, you guys probably know it because I play it all the time here. But outside of Alice, I guess it's a Fortress model. No one really uses it. And, and I think he's pretty expensive, but I think it just works really well in my army. You know, so we're not. Like this. It was just. We're, yeah, I'm not doing my my good job as a as a podcast host. We haven't even talked about your list yet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, that's we can put this back on on the front. <laughs> <laughs> what was in your list? All right, I'll, I'll tell you my list. So I'm running a Shalaskian host. I think that's how you say it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm running the usual triple keepers, right? I mean, it's, it's uh, one with the thermal rider cloak. Um, so the one with the Thermorider Cloak, I put in um, the spell called Historical Frenzy, which is, um, I think you pick a unit with an 18-inch on a 6 D3 model. And so he's kind of like the guy who just charged in, and he's kind of the guy who would just die for a second turn. So he was kind of like the, the the first Ballista or the first, you know, like, arrow for me. So he just come in, destroy, like, the big unit, kind of wreck around stuff, because he's fast. He's 18-inch and he fly. And uh, if he can live, he can cast that spell and then kind of kill the unit. So that's the first keeper. The second and the third keeper was just kind of like my army's really defensive. He's they're just both standing there to heal one another. So so those are kind of like the second and the third keeper role kind of thing. They they usually just stand behind, 
wait until someone try to charge the first keeper. So, so that, that's kind of the role of the second and third keeper. And then uh, I brought Sail of the Faithless, which is a Forge World model. And then um, I, to be honest, when, when I when I bring him, you know, you guys probably seen in the chat, I kind of regret him because he was a whopping 200 points, right? I mean, he did almost nothing. He, he only had one to do, which is, you know, like the, you guys all know, it's just the Marauder deep striking spell. So basically what he does is on the seven, you pick a Marauder, you know, 15 inches from you, and then you just place him anywhere on the board. And um, I was wondering whether it was worth it or not, but it's it turned out to be like the best thing ever. I mean, I, I think it won me a lot of games, and it was broken. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, because when I you mean, take him, he allows mm-hmm. you to bring uh, uh, basically uh, uh, what, what do you call those? Nightmall. Yeah, you get to bring the nightmall, yeah. and the nightmall uh, doesn't he help keep wounds off of sale? Yeah, so basically on the four up, you get to shrug the wound to the nightmall. So essentially, mm. he has you know an extra maybe nine wounds or three three extra wounds because you know, it's a four up. So if you have six more, maybe roll really well. You can shrug it up all the nightmall, and and usually it, it helps a lot because you know it, it's surprising how that one model helped help me a lot of things because you know it, it it's also good to take points. Some of them just literally shoot it down, cast spells on it. It it literally blocks an objective too. So you know it, it, it's just a free model. It's good, but again. Night, like the sale in the night mode, it's like 200 points. There's a lot of drops, but um, you know, I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of the biggest weaknesses of, of my list that you know I was talking to everyone was just I have nine drops, and uh, mm-hmm. that, I think that's probably one thing I might change going to a different tournament or something like that. But um, I think that the 60 Marauders kind of like closed on the gap whether I go second or first because I have a lot of bodies not like before. Did My you say 60 Marauders? Like 60 Marauders. I brought three units of 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, uh, and can you use for, that for, same yeah. uh, can you use the same spell on uh, Marauders on horseback? Uh, no. Oh, wait. You you do. But but the problem with Marauders on horseback, I don't think they're a battle line, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. They're not bad line. I was I was thinking of getting them instead of the Marauders, and then uh, they're not bad line. Okay. And and so, but, but then but then even then, um, the sixty, you know, like the twenty Marauders are really strong. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tell you, like one of this match that I played, that twenty Marauders killed like you need of like I was fighting a ten unit of Evocators, and when they charge, they kills four of them, and you know that Evocators are like yeah. four hundred points. If I if I could trade. You know, Marauders for Evocators, I'll, I'll do it all day. Literally, it was, it was, they're really good. They hit on threes, winning on fours, minus one run, sixes pop the three attack, so it, it's, they're bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can uh, you can tear into the uh, Evocators if you can get them before they do their, like, explode at the end of their attack, right? And you can you can attack first. That's got to cancel that out, right? Yeah, essentially. That's what happened when I was playing against the Stormcast. I just sacrificed my keeper because, you know, the keeper's probably not going to die. I mean, it'll take a couple wounds. Some of the Marauders went first to attack. And, and literally just single attack, you know, a unit of 20 means, you know, 41 attacks. And then and if you do the math, that's about 20 wounds on minus one. I mean, it, it's, I mean, that basically couldn't even kill a keeper if you failed your locus. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's Marauders bonkers. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they charge at a minimum eight, right? Yes, with, yes. With, because so of the new average, STD book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so literally, I think that's how I won my my, my, my matchup against Seraphon too. And um, I guess people were thinking this is what got people off guard was that um, you know usually when you try to um, block your army, you're nine inches away, right? So you would block them using a ruler. Okay, so this nine inch, more than nine inch, you probably can't make the charge anyway. But if you think about it, on average, your charge roll is at eleven, right? Because you know like you you roll two dice. You, know, you gotta roll four at one point, right? Between two dice, so an average roll of four, and he changed the smaller dice to a six. You know, six yeah. plus four plus one—that's an eleven. Yeah, that's it's it, it's bonkers, and that's what happened when I was playing against there. So I, I rolled one six, so that's a thirteen-inch charge, and um, that, that's how I called the astronaut banner first. And that's how you can get all twenty in combat because you you just wrap yeah. around the entire unit. Yeah, because you know, technically, if you if you charge at thirteen. And then you put that one guy in the end just hanging out there. That guy could pivot, move three more inches. That's about a 16-inch range. And then that's just 
yeah. crazy, you know, like with just a simple unit of a battle end that used to just be your chaff. Right. And, and now it could be a fighting too, which is really good. So I, I, I love them. Literally, I, I think. Are they 25 the mil or 32 mil base? They're 25, which is why oh they're even better. God. I think they used to be 32. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, oh, shit. Because yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you, get, you, get, you get two uh, ranks. Two ranks in there. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah. And, 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 and what's the best thing about them was that, you know, like back in the days, we were trying to fit Bastigors in Silnesh, right? Because, yeah. you know, they have a lot of attacks. They can mm-hmm. run and charge and all that. I mean, literally, Marauders are as good as Bastigors, you know, but you just get it for free. That's why I was like, man, I mean, I don't even need to run and charge if I can charge an 11 all the time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that I mean, was, it's, it's a no-brainer. It. Yeah, no. You did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good yeah, list. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I've, I finally got a list that was my own. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> awesome. Smack copy from NetDeck. <laughs> When, nope, when well, I now, look at the list online, it's like, I was the only one with routers, yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's going to be the net deck, so people can start making fun again. Like, look, you brought yeah, the net deck. Okay. You, yeah. you, you created the net deck, but still. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can net deck my own now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think, I think, I think Solnash is probably going to in the box for a while. I'm, I'm a little tired of playing them. <laughs> I, I, can, I bet. I so bet after all them. that, like so many practice games, I bet you're ready for like a palate cleanser. What's what's yeah, uh, I'm, I'm ready for just for uh, like what's got your passion right now? What do you think is going to be your palate cleanser army? Oh, so um, Roger from Team America inspired me this. So so thanks Roger for doing this. <laughs> he um, he inspired me to play by my bone splitters. Remember when when I was doing my scrims, bone splitter was my original army. Yeah. And uh, well, well, you know, thankfully I didn't bring that. I don't think I would have won. <laughs> <laughs> But but I think Bone Split is my next army. I mean I, I'm 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 always in love with them. I'm crazy about orcs. I, I love my hundred orcs. And, you know he inspired my Bedrock Idol. He uh, he was telling me how broken oh. they are, and I love it. <laughs> That's nice. great. Yeah yeah. So so I think the combo he was telling me was that um I didn't know. Did you guys know the Rogue Idol model? Like the stone I, guy. I know, no, I don't know what it does. I know the model. Okay, so he's a Forgewood model. I mean he used to be called just his keyword used to be destruction and mm-hmm. i guess with the new book somehow he got the iron jaws and the bone splitters keyword oh wow so so literally you could buff them with either bone splitters and iron jaws so so like if you know iron jaws and bone splitters there's this guy called the war chanter he gives you plus one damage right and so he he has like 13 attacks and then they're all like minus two with just if you add them, it's three damage each, and you know d6 plus one, so he's he's really good in damage. And then there's this other bone splitter spells that lets you fly and double your movement. So he's essentially like a <laughs> like a flying terror guy, with just <laughs> crazy amount of saves, and this is awesome. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to play. And how many of the how many of him are you gonna play? Uh, I was gonna run three, but I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> three is the magic number. One is decent. Three is the magic number. Two, one, small. <laughs> two is bad. Two, you're gonna lose. Three is you're gonna you're gonna win LVO. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But uh, oh, oh I, I gotta tell you this one story though. It was a, it, it was my uh, quarterfinal match. I think Nick probably you're knowing about the story. It was it was probably the best um, game I ever have on the event. It was um it was against uh, Greg Goat. Um I think that was his last name. Sorry about that again. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he was the coach of Team America and uh, he was playing Skaven. And uh, this is kinda caught me off guard because I didn't know how much damage the freaking Storm Fiends could do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Storm Fiends yeah. are scary. Yeah. So um, you know, sadly I have, so whatever happened was um we played Plays of Arcane Power and then literally on, on, on that match, first turn he killed off 30 Marauders, a Chalice, and... No, I don't think he killed He killed a Keeper, and he did 12 wound on that one Keeper. So I, I lost, like, half of my army just first turn. Just, just, it, was, it was crazy. Was he and, bringing and, the and bridges, the too? Was he using the bridges to drop the Storm Fiends in? No, that was even crazier. So I, you know, he let me go first because I have, you know, like, he has less drops than me. And uh, that was bad because, you know, like, against shooting, you don't want to get double turned. And so what I did was I, I basically put routers in front of everywhere, so he doesn't have any place to do bridge. Ah, smart. But then, so, yeah. So 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 I thought I was good, but then little did I know, you know, like he's two shot, 
kill the keeper and his smoldering shot killed 30 routers <laughs> oh my god so it was, I, I i wasn't expecting any of that level of damage it was it was it was bonkers you know like one of the 24 inch range was like six attack minus three run d3 plus one damage we only had really one and that just straight up killed the keeper oh and, yeah and then the other one was like six d6 attack minus one ran you know rolling head rolling one two damage and that kills like 30 item routers so it was it was just man <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and uh, i think it was just the pressure you know like i think that match was uh, the other match was on stream so i think people don't really watch that one because it's hard to see but but this match was the only one outside so we have like 30 other people watching behind and just cheering so <laughs> so the pressure was kind of on it was, oh it was, yeah it that's cool and yeah yeah it, it was fun but then literally I, I gotta tell you by by turn three i literally have you know a keeper with 13 wounds and no other models <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was, it but, was crazy but that was turn three of, how much depravity did you have by that point well, at that point, what happened was I have about 100 depravity, and I got the turn, which was crazy because literally every turn after turn two, had I lost that turn, I think I would have got wiped out because, cause, you know, any double from him, I'll, I'll just I'll be gone. You know, like there's no chance for me to come back. So I, I, I think a lot of things went in my favor. Um, I think what happened at that point was that I summoned two chariot and a couple of demonets to look, block my, you know, one moon keeper on the edge of the board if you guys know places of arcane power I, I put the keeper on the far left edge of the corner to hold the objectives and and he literally was two wounds oh no i think one wound the entire game just standing there waiting to get charged <laughs> <laughs> and um I, I think what won me the game was that 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 keeper summoned two other chariot which eventually charged you know the six six storm fiends and killed them and, uh, you know, like, had I not made any of the charges, I rolled, you know, bonkers. I rolled 10, 10, 11 of my charges. <laughs> killed that That's so usual. Normal charges. <laughs> yeah, normal charges, right? <laughs> that would have been game over. And then um, I, I think one of the highlights of the game was, um, I'm sure you guys know about this. So it's on. on and then at, at the end of turn four, he managed to wipe out all the other units, too. So I'm, I'm back with original position, which I only have a keeper with one wound left. And, um, you know, I would look at my depravity. I was like, holy shit, I have 75 depravity. <laughs> and so we, we did, you know. The whole thing again. Uh, the crazy Slanesh. Yeah, we, we did the crazy Slanesh stuff. I, uh, I daisy chained. Basically, I measured this. It's about 60 inches away. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I summoned, you know, a vice leader, a vice leader, a vice leader, and a chariot. So that means, you know, like 12 times 4 is 48, and then a 10-inch charge. Yeah, so about a 50-inch away hero which eventually helped me took over the other objective on the other side of the diagonal <laughs> board, which ended up making me win the game. <laughs> I can't imagine what that guy was going through to just wipe out yeah. everything and then it comes back and wipe it all out again. And it comes back again and then eventually won the game by that. It was the crowd went bonkers, you know, everyone was all screaming and yelling. It was it was the best feeling ever. That's great. With the Marauders, are they two wounds each? Uh, Marauders are one one each. Oh, okay, <laughs> so that'd be bonkers. That'd be, that'd be too but, perfect. But yeah, that'd be too perfect. That'd be too powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, literally, I, I can still remember that game to the, to up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so cool! What a great feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So when they made you play on the stream, uh, weren't mm -hmm. they making people play with their dice, not with their own dice? Yeah, yeah. So that was. A little hard because, um, you know, the dice are really big. Yeah, yeah the big Vegas uh, dice. You know, you, you can't hold forty of them in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I, I don't, I don't even think they have forty dice on on the dice either. So, so, so that was the yeah. other part. And and I think the other part with rolling too many dices with with, with that big of a dice, it didn't end up rolling, and and I felt like that kind of yeah you know, screws me up. But yeah, they just kind of drop. It felt like some of them were just drop. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of screws my. And it's like, too. well, yeah, because it's opposite. Because you're like, oh, you roll a bunch of sixes, and you try to roll it, and then you roll a bunch of ones. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like they yeah. just flop over on the other side, and they don't do anything. Yeah, and when, uh, and they're so big, and you try to shake them in your hand, it doesn't work. 
it, it didn't really shake, yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I mean, you know, like it, it's basically casino dice, and then you know, it, it, it's then the guy told me it was like three bucks a dice. <laughs> three bucks a dice. I, well, I mean, it, it's 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 like legit the the casino dice. So oh it's, yeah, I, yeah. He told me it's brand new, and it's, you know, like it's just legit the dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, well, technically, you're supposed to like hit it and then roll it in some ways with the casino dice because they're like the sharp edges. Right. Yeah. But um, you have so many of them. You're not rolling; you're just dropping them, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, they're for like craps tables where you're like tossing them against the the wall and they bounce off the wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. an eight foot table. You need people at both ends to be able to see what it is. So you yeah. Be that big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think that's what it is too. It, it's like on the stream you can't really see the smaller dice. But that, that, that's basically to help people see, like when you're dice rolling and all that. So yeah, yeah. But but, but yeah. I like it. You know, it, it stops people from you know, if they roll their own dice or something like that. It, it, it kind of balance it out. So yeah, and I can imagine Vegas being the kind of town where like everybody's cheated at everything at some point. So they're looking for they've they've got it down to a science how to prevent cheating or block cheating. How you were using a chess clock too? What was that like? How do you feel about the chess Ooh. clocks? That was rough. I um. You know, at first, um, I think, oh, yeah, so so they first use it on my um, first match, you know, against the Stormcast. It, it, it didn't really, like, work out, I guess, because I think we, we were done really early. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I felt, felt kind of bad on that one. But, uh, yeah, so, so that game didn't really was a factor. But literally the first one was against uh, Greg because um, when, we actually, when we were actually using the clock match, I was so nervous because, you know, like, when, when you look at the time, it's like, holy shit, you only have, like, an hour and 22 minutes to play the game. And um, I don't know if you guys know the whole, like, chess clock thing. Mm -hmm. So, basically, the way that he told me that uh, if you run out of time, that means you're stagnant. You, you cannot even move. So, like, like you cannot even – so, if you run out of your time, you cannot even do things that require thinking. So, that means you don't cast spells. You can't use command ability. You can't move. You can't shoot, so that's the only thing you can do is just attack back on your on their opponent's combat face and make saves. So that's basically you lost the game if you run out of time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was just, it, it was just so nerve wracking because it basically ruined some of my deployment too. I felt like, but you know, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm really glad a lot of the people helped me. I think even Greg's such a nice guy. He even clocked it out after I'm done too, because so, it's. If you're not used to it, it it's just yeah. you're just not used to it. You know, like you just not after you roll dice, you're supposed to click it. After their opponent, you're supposed to click it, and and it's just it's hard. And and at one point, someone was reminding me. I think thanks to Andrew. I think Andrew did it. He was like, "Hey, make sure you put down your clock because I guess when we're looking at the clock, it doesn't really make sense because I guess we were on my time the whole time, and then you know, it it, it that's it, it was just it's hard. I I, uh, I found it really hard. So I, I hope we don't have to get to that point where we're using clock match. But, um, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, I, I guess I, I understand. I mean, it, it balances out the game. Yeah. Keeps you mindful that the clock mm -hmm. is ticking. Yeah. I, it, yeah, yeah. I could see it being really punishing. Like, if you're bringing a list, like you said, he's got, like, 30 marauders you're trying to move, and you're trying to measure, and you're trying, like, yeah, that would that would stress me out a lot, trying to move, like, 30 witch elves and, and right? like, trying to not smash my models as I pick them up and move them, you know, because you have to be careful. You don't want to be breaking everything, but you're also in a hurry because you're watching those seconds tick away. Uh, yeah, yeah, I it's could find crazy. that really stressful. Because it, it, even the way they did it was like, okay, um, when you're rolling dice, you're in your clock. So if you're playing an army that has a lot of dudes, right? I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. rolling a lot of dice, and, and that's on your time, even on their turn. So it, 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 it's, it's a little rough that way, but it's, it's, I guess it's good. So people are mindful and, and, and you know, like what time they're doing, but I got to say, I think I got to do a lot of practice with the time clock. So that just, you know, like I'm, I'm not that nervous when I'm using the time clock, Yeah, but, um, you know, it, it, it's a good experience. I, I, I got to try it at some point and, 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 and I'm, I'm glad, you know, like a lot of, not, not a lot of the, um, big AOS tournaments require, you know, the, yeah. the chess club just, just, you know, yeah. Well, just just yeah. just just uh, beat the person in the first round, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's true. Though. I, I think most of the folks in in, in, in the um, in the final round, you know, like in the, the top tables, they're, they're really mindful. So um, I would say like almost seventy five of my games, we went to round five, 
And if we didn't make it, it's just because, you know, either he scoops early or something like that. And then, then every single one of them, we went throw in five, even when the game was super close. So it, it, it's, you know, I think it, it depends on yeah. who you're playing. Like, yeah. That, that mostly on. So. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you do uh, to celebrate? Three clocks one of these days. Oh, sorry, what is it? Oh, you said, what do you say about that, clocks? Oh, maybe we should practice one with one of the clocks. Maybe we should buy it just for the heck of it. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> get, we should get to CCG two or, yeah. or somebody to spring for getting some some clocks for us to practice, so yeah. we can continue yeah, representing yeah, the best yeah, yeah. meta in the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, it's uh, they they actually have it. You know, they have a chess tournament. And then, and then I was looking in the back. We were having a Warhammer tournament. I, I swear, I saw this like group of forty people or just. They're dead serious, you know. They're just taking time clocks when they're playing chess, and then I think they have a lot of them behind, so you can borrow them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What'd you do to celebrate? Um. Well, I didn't do much. <laughs> that's, that's one thing. I, uh, you know, I, we were about to go drink at that day. It's just, the, the day was just so long. Everyone asked the same question: "What did you do in Vegas?" Literally, I. <laughs> no, I um, yeah. I mean, because it's, it, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, and then you're done like 8 o'clock. It's like three games per day, so that's nine hours just pure thinking and just <laughs> yeah. Warhammer. So, like, I think what I did with Josh and a couple of folks, we went to Chili's, and we got some of the bars, we ate tacos, and then drink till like 10 o'clock, and that's it, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your brain's like and, and soup. And for me, oh, yeah, and, and then for me, on, on, on I left, I think, Sunday night, Got back to Orlando, I think 7 a.m. in the morning, and I went straight up to work. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, straight yeah, to work yeah, off the just... plane. Yeah, the red eyes. Oh, man, <laughs> red eyes are sleep, brutal. But still, the jet lag, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, man, congratulations. Yeah, man, congrats. You you earned it. You, you played well. Uh, you outplayed your opponents, and I, I think you deserved it. Good job. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. It's a big thing for me, and you know, LVO Nova, and hopefully, I'll, I'll be the first person to win. You know, consecutive you know, and LVO Nova and Defticon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, and, uh, I think be, we'll have people. Uh, we'll have people move into Orlando just so they can be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so they can grow yeah, Warhammer. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, well, if you guys didn't know, I mean, right, Richard Siegler. You know, they call it the machine himself. He's also from Florida. I think he's in Tallahassee, but. He also won LVO and he won Nova, so he's he's also Florida's mm. awesome man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's yeah. uh, I think Brohammer was also from Florida. Yeah, they won the first ever I think group team award for 40k. So it, it, I think we have a really good competitive environment down here. So it's yeah, wasn't it's the, like, it's the Brohammer guys won Nova, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the same guy, literally. It, it's Richard Siegler. He's way better than I do. He's he won Nova LVO. He won Atlanta Open, and he's a beast, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I would say forty kids a whole different level. You know, seven hundred eighty people. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they have like twelve rounds or something like that. Well, eight rounds already bonkers for me. Twelve rounds is just wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's a lot of rounds. So, <laughs> but if you think about it, eight rounds for three days—that's twenty-four hours of gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of games. I don't think I ever played that many games in my life. <laughs> no, you, you have just, to be just consecutively. Yeah. So, so now you're gonna like take weeks off. You're probably not ever gonna touch your dice for another two weeks, right? Or uh, when's your well, next game? I'm, I'm scheduling another game tomorrow. I don't know. Just. The game is really fun. I love it. I, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm gonna do more painting rather than just playing more games. I have, um, as people were mentioning, I do a lot of commission painting, and then I have a lot of just backlog stacking up because I haven't been painting for a while. I've just been just focusing on painting my armies to get in shape for LBO and just play testing a lot of them. So maybe yeah. more paintings. Well, it's great. Yeah, thank you for being on, man, and congratulations. So well earned. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I hope I keep winning so I can get to your show every time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yep. be on here like four times a year, all these tournaments. <laughs> Except for well, Chris snaked, uh, Chris snaked Crucible away from you. Otherwise, you would have been an I know. unbroken oh, that, streak. That's good. Well, 
he's a, I would say he's a worthy opponent. I mean, he's a, I would say he's he's one of the person up there that you know that, that's he's a really good player. And obviously, don't play meta armies, but he's still killing off everyone. So so I would yeah. have big respect for him. Yeah, awesome. he's he's always the one that's like bringing everybody back to earth with playing playing the objectives and not just trying to smash face. Yeah. Yep. 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 And we all 100%. give him shit about it, but it's but 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 he's right. You know, it's like that's people forget. Well, yeah. the objective. Yep. 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 He uh, he puts me down to earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, well, he's also the one who puts me back to Slanesh because originally, you know, as I mentioned, everyone I was going to play uh, Legion of Grief, and I then I found out, oh, maybe Slanesh is more OP. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a good choice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So blame him when I was playing Slanesh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's Chris's yeah. fault. Oh, Chris's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think you remember what our sign-off is. What do you say when is you just what? won the Las Vegas Open? This has been an episode of Warlando. If you want to support the show, you can head over to teespring forward slash stores forward slash Warlando-2 buy us a t-shirt. We're over on Ko-Fi with the name Warlando. You can buy us a coffee or better yet a beer. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're Warlando on our Warlando group Facebook. And we're going to continue making stuff, making shows. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>